To Kill a Mockingbird, chapters 2 to 3. Chapter 2 begins with Scout's first day at school and we're thrown into this lively world of the Maycomb classroom. The teacher, Miss Caroline Fisher, is described to us in some detail. Um, She's an interesting character. She comes from a different part of Alabama, um, the north, Winston County, who um, during the um, lead up to the Civil War disagreed with Alabama's decision to withdraw. Um, so she, already she's got this kind of sully over her name that she comes from Winston County, which is this kind of area the rest of the South didn't like. Um, but she's very much an outsider figure because she's uh, well dressed. There is this, the hint that she's quite vain. She's no more than 21. She wears crimson fingernail polish, high heeled pumps, and she looks and smells like a peppermint drop. So there's a suggestion here that she's not going to be particularly useful as a teacher. She's well-meaning, but she um, believes that she's been educated much better than anybody else in this area. And she comes in um, not really understanding Maycomb and its ways. So what's very quickly established in chapters two to three is the poverty of Maycomb after the crash, the Wall Street crash. Um, in these 1930s years of depression and that's really established in the sort of incidents that occur clashes that occur with Miss Caroline and two boys the first is Walter Cunningham and the second is Boris Ewell now those two families the Cunninghams and the Ewells will become very significant later in the novel with the trial of Tom Robinson Um, so Lee the author is introducing these two families to us, um, but also establishing um, important points about poverty and about their lifestyle. Now, it's interesting to note the differences between Walter Cunningham and Boris Ewell. Both boys are from very poor backgrounds. Walter doesn't have any lunch. And the irony in this whole exchange is that Miss Caroline, the teacher, is the only one in the class who is just unaware that he just doesn't have any lunch. And obviously she tries to offer him money, but he doesn't take it because he knows that he can't pay it back. Now, what's interesting in this incident is Walter's got that um, sense of decency that has been taught in his family. They may be poor. They don't take what they can't pay back. Um, and that's going to stand in quite a stark contrast with the Ewell family, who we get introduced to later. So um, poor Scout gets um, landed in it because she's the one who tells the teacher, you know, he hasn't got any lunch and you're shaming him. And the teacher doesn't react very well to this revelation and punishes Scout. So I think we're meant as readers to feel Scout's frustration at the system, this education system that isn't very fair. And Miss Caroline's ways just make no sense at all. Um, it describes the way she, when she finds out Scout can read, instead of celebrating that as any teacher should, um, she has this kind of faint distaste for Scout um, and tells her that her father needs to stop reading and and writing with her um, and she has to undo the damage the sense that she's been trained in this dewey decimal system she's been trained in a certain way and all the class have to do it that way or it's not good enough there's a kind of narrow-mindedness there that is um indicative of the south um but there's just such an irony there in that you know teach education's meant to celebrate learning and progress and scout is actually going to be held back um, in school despite her abilities. 
I love the description of um, Miss Caroline waving cards at the class and it says, the class received these impressionistic revelations in silence. So a sense that with this new system that really divorces words from actual books and just, you know, makes them into flashcards. Um, they just don't have any real sense of, of reading at all. And obviously from the, the disastrous story of the cats, we know they don't have much appreciation for literature anyway. Now, going back to the clashes with Walter and Boris Erwell, Boris Erwell is quite different. He is um, described as absolutely filthy dirty. Um, the reason the whole incident occurs is that Miss um, Caroline sees um, a head louse in his hair and um, completely freaks out, much to the amusement of the class, who are basically like, well, ain't you never seen a cootie before? Um, so she decides to send Boris home, firstly to wash his hair, um, and get rid of the cooties but secondly just to generally bathe um scout says he was the filthiest human i'd ever seen his neck was dark gray um and again this is probably the first time miss caroline has, has encountered poverty like this now the difference with the Irwell's poverty and maybe the cunningham's poverty is that the Irwell's don't seem to have the sense of pride the cunningham's do so from all that we hear in the novel about the Ewells, they really live in absolute squalor um, and there's no sense of pride of, of not not borrowing what they can't pay back like Walter Cunningham. Um, instead, there's this streak of meanness and nastiness to them. And that's really shown when as soon as Miss Caroline attempts to send Burris away, um, he quickly sort of turns on her. And he um, he shouts, ain't no snot-nosed slut of a school teacher ever born can make me do nothing. You ain't making me go nowhere, missus. And he waited until he was sure she was crying and then shuffled off. So there's that kind of real deliberate meanness which makes you, which raises questions. What kind of home, what kind of family does he come from? They're all famous for turning up on the first day of school and then never going again. So they're literally, you know, illiterate children unschooled they haven't got a mother their father's right contentious um so we're left thinking you know what kind of life do these these children lead and poor miss caroline really doesn't know what to do and so what's really funny in both of these instances firstly the class know and understand a lot more than miss caroline does but secondly how they comfort her and they sort of gather around her desk saying you know why don't you read us a story? That cat thing was real fine this morning. Um, the irony that they are sort of playing the role of adults. Finally, at the end of chapter three, Scout tells Atticus everything. And Atticus um, sees these uh, incidents as opportunities for Scout to learn the central lesson of the novel, which is empathy. So through her encounters with Walter Cunningham, Boris Ewell and Miss Caroline, Scout has the opportunity to see things from another perspective. And Atticus says to her, if you can learn a simple trick, Scout, you'll get along better with all kinds of folks. You never really understand a person until you consider things from his point of view. And that's the key thing that Scout has to realise. <laughs>